Hi, I'm Connor Curran, and you're listening to Current Events, about politics and the next generation. In our last episode, we talked about how to lead and different ways that you can lead. But today, we are going to talk about campaigning and putting your leadership to the test. Now, what we're going to talk about today can be used in a different multitude of elections or in campaigning forms. Like if you're running for SGA president, a club president, or any elected office that you can hold as a student. So when you're running for office, you want to have something that you are very passionate about so you know what your message is and you have something that you actually want to change or continue doing from your predecessor. When you are making your platform, someone uh, who is very wise to me told me, Connor, what pisses you off? And whatever pisses you off, bam, you got your platform. Because if you don't campaign for something that you are truly passionate about, then why are you campaigning for it? There really is no point. That's why it's important when you are forming your platform to get the issues that you truly care about, things that you actually want to change. Also, know what you are capable of. Whatever office that you're running for, know what you can and cannot do. It's great if you want to change school lunch, but if you're running for animal club secretary, you have no control over the school lunch. Know your position. That's honestly the biggest flaw in most campaigns run by students is that they're campaigning, that we're campaigning for things that we have no control over. And honestly, when you try to campaign for things that you have no control over, it makes you look really bad when people go and check on your progress on your platform and you've done nothing because you had no control over it. It wasn't your say to begin with. So there, know your points cannot emphasize that enough. Now, let's talk about getting your message out there effectively. Make sure you know the rules of your campaign. If social media campaigning is allowed, what can you give out before election day, or if anything at all, know the rules so that you don't get disqualified. If social media campaigning is available in your election, do it. It is such a helpful tool between Twitter and Instagram. In my personal experience, I've used both platforms But more recently with Instagram Stories and Instagram Live, I've been able to reach my voters so much faster and simpler with these new tools. Something that I really like to do is ask questions, seeing what my uh, people actually want to see, what they if they have any questions about my candidacy, and being able to answer them personally is such a great advantage that you can use in your own campaigns. Also, when you do an Instagram Live with your campaign, have questions beforehand so you can get you can dig right into it, advertise it. It's a great tool to be able to talk face-to-face to your voters before Election Day. Because when Election Day comes around, you're going to be stressed. You're going to be worrying. So when you go in there, some of them, or hopefully most, most of them, have seen your face before. And your message before election day. That is such a valuable asset to have and to use when it comes to social media campaigning. Campaigning with social media can be so much fun if you do it right. Also, never bash the people you're running against. It does not look good. It only makes you look like a negative Nancy. And distracts away from your actual message. When you are forming your message, make sure to be crystal clear. 
if you're not clear on why you're running for this position or for any position, then your voters will be unsure of you. Throughout many failed attempts and successful attempts, I know what this is like. On your social media pages for your campaigns, make sure to use fun graphics when you're explaining your message because if you just see a cut and paste from your notes app, then people aren't going to read. But if you make fun lettering, something that I always used was Adobe Spark. Adobe Spark is great for making campaign materials for your campaign. And it's free. Free and easy to use. Also with Adobe Spark, you can make your campaign look so professional and well put together. And when your campaign looks well put together, people think that you're professional. People think that you have your stuff together, even when you might not. And it's okay to not always have your stuff together. It's how you present yourself. That is one of the most important things when you are campaigning, is how you present yourself. It's also really important so that people can see your personality within your campaign. People love seeing personality. When people see personality, they see themselves. They see that you're an actual student just like them. Looking professional is key, but you do not want to look cocky or like you're above everyone else. Because you're not. You're truly not. When you hold an elected position that you are responsible for, that you have a constituency for, it's important to not look like you're better than everyone else because you're truly not, to be quite honest with you. You're not. Also, watch out because your past posts can hurt you, as we've seen in many cases. So make sure your uh, finstas, make sure they're private. You don't want anyone seeing them. If you wouldn't want your grandmother to see it, then make sure your voters can't see it. Because some of these posts that you can make can make you look really bad in the wrong lens and can affect how people vote if they don't like it. So make sure you have a positive presence on social media. This also goes back to campaigning in a positive manner. It is not hard to campaign in a positive manner. If all you have are negative points about your opponent when you're running for an office, then you need to expand your platform majorly. Side note. Do not be discouraged to run for something because you think that you cannot get it. It's okay to take risk. It's okay to lose. I've been there. Trust me. It's not a fun time. But whether you win or lose, you will learn something. And when you learn something throughout these experiences of running for office or running for a campaign, you grow as a person. You realize that it's not all about that office. It's about the actual change you can actually make. And to be completely honest, you don't need an office to create change. All you need is your genuine heart and passion. Now, running for office is definitely one way that you can create change. But there are so many more ways that you can create change within your community. Yes, holding a leadership position helps. But if you cannot work with other leaders, then leadership isn't for you. Leadership is about going through, working with people to get actual work done and leading others to help you do that. Keyword, help, not do it for you. Yes, leadership is telling people what to do, but not really. It's more of it in the sense of, hey, can you help me with this? I can't handle it myself, so let's work together. Leadership is not, hey... Can you do this for me? Because I don't want to do it. That's not leadership. If you're doing that, you are a terrible leader. It's all really about guiding your peers. 
to a destination. And your destination is your message, your platform, and why you're running in the first place. Look, running a campaign or running for office can be stressful. It can be overwhelming. But at the end of the day, in my experience, I have met so many amazing people in my life through campaigning. And I've heard so many stories through campaigning that I would not be the person that I am today without these experiences. It's all about getting to know your community better in a different way. Talking to people that you wouldn't usually talk to. But because of this opportunity, because you chose to run for office, you now have this newfound love. Also, running for office is not a popularity contest. I know in middle school, for me at least, I ran for positions multiple times. I lost every single time. But then I went to my regional uh, student council called the Chesapeake Regional Association Student Councils, and I ran for their position called Secretary of Education, and I won. That's where I found my home. Krask is home. If you only take one thing away from my, my podcast today, it's that running for office is not about you. It's about the people you're representing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to current events. I hope everyone has a blessed holiday season. Stay warm, and thank you for listening.